0: Hello fun people, I'm Isaac Carlson. I'm focused on discussing fun topics for fun people, and today I want to explore the tragic full story of General Kai. You see, 500 years before the dragon warrior rose to become a master of kung fu, Kai was given control over a great army, but he wasn't alone. Kai fought alongside Ugwe, his brother-in-arms and his closest friend, and together the duo marched across China and established themselves across the world as formidable warriors and thoughtful leaders. Kai especially stood out among the two of them, as he became known at that time in history as the supreme warlord of all China, but inevitably, every name Kai was given would eventually be forgotten. You see, after Kai and Ugwe's army was ambushed, Uguay became mortally injured, leading Kai to carry his friend for days high into the mountains, looking for help until they discovered a secret village of pandas. In that ancient place of healing, the pandas healed Ugwe using the power of chi, and once he was healed, both Kai and Ugwe were taught how to use this spiritual energy. But while Ugue focused on unlocking how to give chi, Kai became obsessed with taking the power for himself. Leading to his eyes glowing green, which symbolizes his blinding desire for more. Instead of striving to find balance, Kai fell to his dark tendencies as he became singularly focused on the selfish and destructive path he was going down. Now, why Chi corrupted Kai is never truly explained, but to me, I think it makes sense that he would rise to become the Jade Slayer, the Master of Pain, and the Maker of Widows because of his experiences seeing Uguay almost die. He was a young, young bull when he became a hero of China, but no matter the accolades or the victories he had, nonetheless, he was unable to protect his brother from every threat. Seeing Uwe almost die meant that Kai finally knew that he wasn't all powerful, and I think that scared him. While Uwe wanted to ensure that he could heal the world, I think Kai decided that he never wanted anyone he loved to suffer or die from any enemy that opposed him, so he decided to take the chi of others to protect his family, but when Uguay saw that Kai was stealing Chiefer himself, he couldn't allow that to continue. And what followed was a battle that shook the earth, which ended in Kai being banished to the spirit realm. The very person Kai was willing to do anything to protect was the very person who took his life away, leaving him full of loneliness and rage. I loved him like a brother, and he betrayed me. At that point, Kai took on the titles of the Jade Slayer, the Collector, and in China, he was known as Tian Sha, meaning Ferocious Spirit from Heaven. Now that Uguay had cut ties with his friend, I think it was here that Kai's transition from war hero to unhinged spirit warrior became solidified because he had no more connections to his humanity. He was on his own and no longer could exist as a mortal being, which led him to take action for hundreds of years in hopes of undoing Uguay's acts against him. In hopes of taking vengeance upon Ugwe, Kai forged two jade blades on chains, scoured the spirit realm for kung fu masters he could confront, and stole the chi from each and every warrior who existed in that world until the day finally came where he was strong enough to confront Ugwe again. On his own, Ugwe was able to counter many of Kai's moves against him, but nothing could have kept Kai from taking Uguai's chi that day. The reason he's doing everything is because he feels like Ugwe hurt him. And that's where I think it was the most interesting thing about diving into his character was trying to get into those layers of, why did he feel like Ugwe was betraying him? Well, Ugwe did joke around with his former friend. Nonetheless, he was in pain seeing how far he had fallen. When will you realize the more you take, the you have. Uge could see that he would eventually crumble from his pursuit of power and the vanity that had replaced his good nature by the warrior he had chosen before he had passed on to the spirit realm. Once Kai was in possession of Uguai's chi, he hung him close to his heart, swore to stop the warrior who was sent on a path to defeat him, and then used all of the power he had acquired to return to the mortal world. As soon as he arrived in China, the reality that he had been erased from history became clear to him, while Uguai's role in the world had become solidified in everyone's minds. That's why, once his jade zombies, or zombies, as Poe calls them, are sent out into the world to find Oogway's pupils, Kai becomes focused on tearing apart his former friend's legacy. He swore to destroy everything he had created. Now, the reason I think Kai wanted to dethrone Ugwe as a legendary warrior comes from his own pain, arrogance, and jealousy. Kai believed his actions to acquire power were meant to be used for good, but because Ugwe disagreed, all of his heroic actions were ripped out of history. I will not let you destroy Ugwe's memory. Why not? He destroyed mine. That also feels incredibly unfair to him because he's convinced himself he's infinitely more powerful than Uguay ever was because he is able to use the chi of many masters. But even with those good intentions and his strength, the villagers across China nonetheless adore the memories of his brother-in-arms who he felt betrayed him. To try to make amends for this erasure since he feels that if he would have been able to live out his life 500 years ago, that he would be the warrior that the world Remembers, I think Kai foolishly believes that he can use his current power to undo Oogway's impact in the world. Kai is blinded to the fact that Ugwe is powerful because of his impact into the people that he interacted with, and that's the same reason that Poe is able to defeat him. And that's something that he just isn't able to fully internalize into himself of why he can't actually destroy Ugwe's legacy. I don't think titles or praise were the reason Kai went down the path of acquiring power, but I think his frustration with his enemy being remembered as a hero mixed with the vain belief that he could shape the universe with the spiritual energy he possessed, led him to desire to be seen again as the supreme warlord of all China. There will be no one left who will even remember your name. is coming! Now, while I acknowledge Kai needed to be stopped once he returned to the mortal world, I feel really conflicted about Kai's origins and about the role Uguay played in creating this villain. To me, it seems like Kai did everything for Uguay, but no action he took was ever the correct one, which led to him and his tale being hidden from the world by his friend. It seems like during the mortal life of Kai, he was making mistakes like Poe's father's and was only met with violence and banishment. Sometimes we do the wrong things for the right reasons. But do you think Uguay handled Kai as best as he could, or do you think he only helped push the spirit warrior into the monster he became? Regardless of Kai's creation, though, on his journey to Uguay's home, the Jade Palace, he discovered the Dragon Warrior stripped the Chi of every master he could find, which I've made multiple discussions about that I've linked in the description. If you'd like to see an in-depth look at every warrior he defeated, and inevitably, Kai confronted the students who were closest to his former friend, approaching the temple his brother had constructed. Kai mocked Ugwe and the warriors who praised him. Look at you pathetic fools, groveling at the feet of Uguay the Magnificent. Showing that his respect for his friend and the mortals of this world had completely vanished. Quickly, Kai and his zombies took down Shifu and the remaining members of the Furious Five, only falling for a moment when Tigris used an enhanced Chi kick. After that moment, he used the full extent of his power to take down the masters, allowing him to use his chains and blades to throw Uguay's statue into the Jade Palace, destroying much of the knowledge the Kung Fu master left students to protect. But once the Jade Palace had fallen, the only remaining objective Kai had left for himself was to defeat the warrior who had been chosen by Ugwe to defeat him. Tracking Poe to the hidden panda village in the mountains, he goes after the dragon warrior with an army of zombies, but is shocked to find they are being fought off by a panda army, which completely disorients him until he's forced to focus on an attack by Poe. While the dragon warrior tried to wushi fingerhold Kai into the spirit realm, he isn't affected by the tech as a spirit warrior, giving him an opportunity to recall the chi of the masters and beat down Poe. Towering over Poe, at first he believes he has won, but Poe is able to realize that he can drag them both to the spirit realm by Wuxi Finger holding himself. Enraged that he was in the spirit realm again, Kai furiously attacks Poe and begins to take his chi for himself until the dragon warrior resists his attack. Embedded with the chi of his students, Poe unleashes the full power he now possesses resulting in the destruction of Kai's weapons, a horrible beat down against Kai and a declaration by Kai stating that he will hunt Poe's chi for another 500 years if he has to. Kai spent the majority of his existence craving power, attempting to vanquish his enemies and obsessing over his revenge against his closest friend, and he was willing to commit the rest of his existence to defeat the warrior Ugwe had sent his way, but he would not be given that time. Knowing Kai desired his chi, Po gives him the power that he had sought after, but instead of becoming omnipotent, Kai is overwhelmed by the energy that coursed through him, leading to his spirit being erased in an explosion of light. Now, personally, I never really thought that much about Kai, especially relative to the other Kung Fu Panda characters. For example, I always really saw the most complex villains as Shen and Tai Lung very easily. You could really see that, especially in Shen. I mean, Shen just has so many different layers to him. The way that he has these little mannerisms and says he doesn't care, but absolutely cares about the way his parents perceive him. And that's very similar to Tai Lung, that he has empathy for Shifu, the father who turned against him. The same thing with Shen; that he had parents that turned against him, and they both pretend as if they don't care about what those people in their lives think about them and how they're perceived. They, but they're, but they're still trying to rise out of that adversity. Whereas Tai Lung, you know, Tai Lung and Shen had those complexities to them, but Tai is kind of a different beast because he's got this relationship with the master that we all knew that he was this very thoughtful individual. Um, uh, you know, Ugwe was, but so the idea that Tai... Oh, shoot, I keep saying Tai Lung, but I really mean Kai. Kai, I don't I don't know why. I think it's the first, the first three letters both end in a AI and then Kai, like it's T-A-I for Tai Lung and then K-A-I for Kai. So so I'm like, they get crisscrossed at times, but that's that's besides the point. We got Kai. The interesting thing about him is that since he's connected with Ugwe, we already knew a lot about Uguay's life. I mean, to some extent. We get peeks into it throughout the TV shows and different places like that. Um, I've got a full story about Uguay linked in the description that kind of goes into more in depth of all the different students, but I would even like to make a, just a dissection of all of Uguay's students. I think that could be completely interesting too, because he's made an impression on so many people throughout China. And I I don't think that's fully appreciated about um him at all is that, oh man, this, yeah, this is something that I really wanted to go into detail about was that. Kai goes after things for himself and Poe thrives because he's able to be supported by a community and that's kind of the discrepancy that Ugwe um Ugwe could sense in Kai and that and that's something that Kai doesn't recognize as a power in Ugwe that Ugwe Kai is blinded to the fact that Ugwe is powerful because of his impact into the people that he interacted with, and that's the same reason that Poe is able to defeat him. And that's something that he just isn't able to fully internalize into himself of why he can't actually destroy Ugwe's legacy. Because the only way to do that is to defeat, or really strike down all of the people that have good memories of him. Um, and that's the only way that it could stop spreading. So. Kai's legacy is is the thing that I think is the most interesting thing about him. I think it's kind of briefly brushed over. This whole idea that like Kai is in pain because he feels Oogway betrayed him, I think going into more detail about why that happened would have been really powerful. But instead, we kind of don't get that as much, and it's more focused on him just just trying to acquire more power. I feel like the the surface level is that he's trying to get more power, but the underlying pain is truly like the reason he's doing everything is because he feels like Ugwe hurt him. And that's where I think it was the most interesting thing about diving into his character was trying to get into those layers of why did Oogway, why did he feel like Ugwe was betraying him? And I think the, the true nugget of all of that is what's the true source of his pain is that he tried to get power after losing and he didn't really lose like his army lost. He had to take a loss there. But I think the true pain for him was that he saw his brother in arms be hurt, that he almost allowed his brother to be killed. And now he wants to, he, now that he discovers this true power this um, much more like in-depth power that's spiritual because that's the main thing that differentiates him from the other villains that Tai Lung is the brawler, Shen is the genius. And Kai is the one who's accessing a, a deeper power compared to everyone in the mortal realm. And that's what sets him apart. So since he's not, once he discovers that power, that is what separates him from, um, from Uguay, but the only reason he wants that power is to protect Ugwe. And so the fact that he gets banished, that he pretty much gets offed and his legacy gets destroyed because he was trying to protect that person who went against him um, as soon as he had that was the painful part. Uh, which I think is completely, I feel like that's understandable. And from that perspective, Kai becomes a much more relatable character and i wish they would have went into those nuggets more that we could have gotten another flashback or something to show why he wanted to break down everything that ugwe had created for himself um because it's just it's something that just feels like a layer it's it's there but it's just not as prominent or as um like delved into as what happened with Tai Lung and especially Shen. Shen it's just all out there, his pain, his his frustration, the way that his his truth is it's just kind of it's just out in the open like the his conversations with the two, the the soothsayer is is so powerful and you can feel the emotion in every line that he says. And I wish that could have been able to come through with kai as well it's there it's just not i just don't think it's as well done as some of the other villains but i think the way that i was able to examine it more i think is a is a a more fascinating way and i think makes me appreciate kai as a character more for you know and i guess i guess that was why i really wanted to as soon as i cracked that code that's what really got me excited about wanting to make this video um you know, there's, there's sometimes where I'm like, I wake up and I don't exactly know what video I'm going to make. And that's kind of what happened today of what, what discussion am I going to make? And as soon as I started thinking about Kai more, you know, like I, that was when, that was when it kind of like opened up and it got really exciting to talk about. I think, I think over time, it'll be interesting to see how he's contextualized over time because like Tai Lung, is he's so interwoven into Shifu's story that he comes up a lot Shen is kind of forgotten really the you know they've kind of moved on from Shen I wonder if you know if there's ever a Kung Fu Panda 4 if Tai Lung will ever come back to make some type of impact or will his his impact in the world be radically felt from now on I mean the thing is is he always the I think the big thing for him is that he opened Kung Fu Panda's world into a different type of power source. The energy, being able to open up the spirit realm is a huge step forward. That's really felt, I mean, um, in Pause of Destiny, the Amazon original show about um, that focuses on Kung Fu Panda after the events of Kung Fu Panda 3. And that's one thing that happens a lot, is they they're able to go back and forth between the spirit realm. That's something I want to talk about more in the future too. Is how how can Poe go back and forth? And is that something Ugwe was able to do? That it's something I've touched upon um in a previous discussion about how Ugwe was able to communicate with Poe's father. But I think it's I think it's just a really interesting thing because it's kind of like uh, Kung Fu Panda 3 kind of goes into this, that Poe is able to be the yin and the yang, that he's able to balance both um, the life and death and the past and the future. And and so he's able to kind of cross between both of those realms. And that's what Kai was able to do as well. It's interesting to me that Kai doesn't just abandon Poe once he's in the spirit realm. It seems like he easily could have just used his chi to break out of that realm again and left Poe there. And like then he wouldn't have been able to be stopped. But he just was... I think he kind of just got into this path where he couldn't pull himself away from it anymore. That he was he was on some tracks that he couldn't get himself off of. And the, if he felt like the next phase to defeat Ugwe was to defeat the warrior who he had set his sights, you know, sent his way to defeat him, I think he felt an obligation to stop that warrior. Especially, you know, feeding into the ego thing again, too, is he felt like um, he had to stop it. He just felt he had to stop him, that he had to prove himself, that he could do it. And I think that was a rough, rough thing that he had to experience um, or felt he had to do. I, I don't think it was right but that was kind of the the tracks that he was on and he just kept he just kept following the journey once he was turned away that then he just became this vengeful pers- person as soon as he was banished as soon as ugwe turned against him i think that was kind of what broke him ugwe seemed to be the connector the grounder t- for him that ugwe grounded him to reality and connected him to the good that He wanted to do it into the world. And as soon as that was gone, then he became he was just lost It's it's really sad and I and again, I think there's so many good ideas that were here. It just I just don't think it was um, Fully explored enough. I hope that if there's a kung-fu panda four, they take a much or they they focus on the villain more like they did with Shen Um, I think he was just the best best iteration and um Kai Kai has the potential, you know, he had the potential to to make a really interesting story and I think he does have one. Um I'm just I think I think there's just I just wish it could have been explored more. I think there was just so many layers to him. Um cuz he is the most powerful and he gave, you know, he threatened Poe's life in a major way. Whereas As soon as Poe showed up to face Tai Lung, Tai Lung was taken down. As soon as... I mean, he was threatened by Shen. I mean, Poe was almost killed by Shen. Um, But the thing about Kai was that he threatened everything that Poe had constructed for himself. That um, both of his fathers could have been lost. You know, it was... The Jade Palace was already destroyed, his village, you know, his people were threatened again. Um Shen had almost destroyed all of the pandas, but clearly they were able to survive, but they almost were taken down, and that that felt really palpable um in Poe's journey to stop Kai. But those are those are my thoughts. Those are my extended thoughts. Are there elements that you think like what, what else do you think about kai do you think that they served his character well do you think they should have went into more depth let me know um and like i mean one of the best places to go is back to the the main youtube video that this video um that this discussion is based off of to go leave your comments uh let me know that you're from the podcast that would be incredible and also since you're on the podcast consider reviewing the show on itunes um It means the world to hear your thoughts, to get, to get your perspective and to show other people why this is a podcast that's worth listening to. Let me know also what other types of discussions you'd like in the future, what type of podcast series you'd like to see created here. I really appreciate you being here. listening to these extended thoughts about Kai and I hope you have a very magical rest of your day.